Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. It's a size em up th- Friday. Friday, guy. Look at the clock. Yeah, what, what time is it? Size em up Friday after the Ravens' 34 to 20 win over the Cincinnati Bengals on Thursday night football. This was a huge win for the Ravens. You come off the Browns' loss, come back, beat the Bengals, sweep them. Get the broom out, Garrett. That's the sound of a broom right there, buddy. Uh, Ravens, <laughs> Ravens moved to eight and three on the season and dropped the Bengals to five and five. Garrett, it was electric at M&T Bank Stadium tonight, and this was a huge win for the Ravens. The Ravens needed this. I mean, I, I was really encouraged by the way this team bounced back after a really kind of gut wrenching loss to the Browns on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I felt I really did feel all week that they turned the page quickly, and it was like that was that stunk. But yeah. we're turning the page. The Bengals, Bengals were kind of the perfect opponent. It was, it was perfect. It was Thursday night. Black unis. Everything about it just lended itself to being like, all right, flush that one, move on, and focus on this game. And I felt like they really did that during the week. Like I, I actually, over the course of the week, that was the, the tone and the vibe that I got. And then they came out here, they get the ball first, they marched down the field, and I just felt like from the start of this game, honestly, from the time that team took the field in pregame and that you were in this environment – I just felt like they had they were totally locked in and there was no hangover at all, which was mm-hmm. really encouraging. Yeah, for sure. I mean, really, you look beyond that, what this does for the Ravens, I mean, this this sets them up really well in the AFC North, and it's kind of a death blow for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm, I'm not going to say they're done. They're not dead, mm-hmm. but th- this, is a, uh, this is a tough blow for them. They're 5-5 five and five now, and they still have the toughest, I think it's the toughest schedule remaining. Right. Uh, of any of these playoff contenders, really. I mean, you're talking about a team that's won back-to-back AFC North titles, and now they are behind the eight ball. The Bengals are now 0-2 in the division. I'm, I'm sorry, 0-3 in the division. Yes. And they're 1-5 in the conference, mm-hmm. in the AFC. That is tough sledding for them coming back from this hole. I mean, not only they're in trouble of not... Obviously, I think winning the AFC North title, but of not making the playoffs now, and you have an injured quarterback now. Yeah, oh, they're they're in a tough spot right now. They've got a really difficult schedule remaining, like you said, and I don't know how long Joe Burrow is going to be out. Thought it was kind of a weird situation, you know, when he, when he goes down. Reported but, sprain wrist. Right. It, it certainly seemed like more than a sprain wrist, just but who knows? Um, but you know, so they're going to be in a difficult situation to try to overcome if he's out any period of time and just the, the hole that they dug themselves in. Now I will say 
they have done this before where they've rattled off a whole bunch of wins to end a season. So I'm not at all ruling them out. I think that there's a chance that the Ravens see them again in the playoffs. Um, I would not rule out that situation. You know, you could you could have a situation where the Ravens are the two seed and the Bengals are the seven seed. And yep. we're right back here at MT Bank Stadium facing these guys. So I feel like that situation certainly is still a possibility, but there's no doubt that this puts the Ravens in really good position in the division. Absolutely. If the uh, if the Chiefs lose to the Eagles on Monday Night Football, the Ravens will be the top seed in the AFC. You know, as doom and gloom as it was after the Browns loss, you could end the week here Monday night <laughs> and I guess start next week yeah. with the Ravens atop the conference. That would be nice. That's I'm on board. Pretty good position. Yeah. So uh, fly Eagles fly. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I mean, that would be that would be massive. And I think that like when you when you look at it, the Ravens have put themselves in a really good situation. Now they have a few days off. Yep. They, then they've got the Chargers and then a bye. The, so like they the, need the mini bye is pretty huge for this team because they're banged up right now. They're banged up. That's I think the uh, kind of what happens when you play back to back AFC North games yep. in a four day span. Yep. But they're leading the way in the division. You've got the Browns who are now without Deshaun Watson the rest of the way. The Bengals who are at the bottom of the division right now, and Joe Burrow's got an injury that who knows yep. how long it's going to take him to, yep. to recover from. And, and the Steelers, Steelers are number out, two. The Steelers haven't outgained anybody all year. All right, you keep bringing up that point, but they're still <laughs> sitting there with a, with a really good record and they're right behind the Ravens. So I, I'm not... I'm not going to stop bringing up that point. Yeah. They're 6-3, and three, though. Got to give them credit. They're 6-3, and three and they play the Browns this weekend, and so who knows yep. what happens in that game. So... Yep. Um, it, like I, I, I'm not sitting here like saying the AFC North is wrapped up. No, certainly not. But the Ravens are in really good position yeah. at this point, and this was a massive win to sweep the Bagels in the regular season. They've they're winless in the division, and you got to feel awesome about this game. Well, the thing that you don't feel awesome about coming out of this game is the injury to Mark Andrews. Head coach Sean Harbaugh, after the game, announced that it's likely looks to be a season-ending ankle injury for Mark Andrews, which is a brutal blow. I mean, yep. you talk about kind of the heart and soul of this team offensively on the offensive side of the ball. A dog. So I really hope we gave him the dog of the week mm-hmm. before this happened. Uh, Mark Andrews is kind of beyond what he does just as a player, the stats and the production and all that stuff. Just his demeanor uh, really circulates through this whole offense. And uh, it's going to be a big loss emotionally. And and uh, production wise, yeah, I think uh, you could tell that Lamar Jackson was was really disappointed with the news. You know, he talked about how the two of them are are so close. The connection they've had is something that's potent and powerful um, and significant. You know, it means a lot to them. Um, they came into the league together. They're 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 really close off the field. I think that Lamar certainly like the the. It's no secret that Mark is the trusted guy when. Yeah. Lamar needs to make a play. Yep. He's looking at Mark Andrews' direction. And when you don't have him on the field, it changes the calculation in so many ways. And honestly, I think that kind of is what happened early in this game. When he left, when he wasn't in the game, the offense kind of sputtered there for a couple of series. And I think that they were trying to find themselves a little bit. And Mark's absence was definitely felt in the immediate aftermath. And I think that uh, he's one of those impossible to replace guys, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. I was talking to Isaiah Likely in the locker room after the game, and and he was saying that he was down on one knee, you know, when the injury happened, and he knew it was bad when Mark didn't pop up right away, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, man, this dude's like one of the toughest guys on the team. When he doesn't get up right away, you know it's bad. Yeah. And Isaiah said that he just kept saying to him, Mark, get up, get up, get up, Mark, get up, 
you know, and when he's not doing it, you're like, this is, this isn't good. Yeah. And we all saw Mark Andrews and I say is kind of getting emotional, even talking about it to me after the game. And that kind of tells you a little bit about what Mark means to this team. Yeah. And then you see Mark Andrews walk off without the assistance of a trainer and you're like, all right, all right. It's not too bad. Mm -hmm. This, This is looking like a high ankle sprain or something, you know, he's kind of limping off. But then at the same time, you also remember, He's a dog. And yeah. Mark Andrews is going to walk off no matter what. He, I, I said to Isaiah, likely, I feel like Mark would walk off if he had one leg. He'd find a way to walk uh, off. I, I mean, field. to be honest, I think that like what I saw when he when the trainers checked him out and then they were helping him off the field, and he kind of shrugged them <laughs> off a little bit. Like He didn't really want them to help him off the field. And I think that the way that he approaches everything, like his mindset was like, don't help me off this field. I'm walking off this field. Mm-hmm. If and, I'm out for the rest of the year, what you're going to see, the last of me that you're going to see is me walking off this field. Like, and that's no shade to anybody, by the way, who takes the cart. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, well, I just think it's okay to take the cart. We're just saying that Mark Andrews is a dog. I, I think, honestly, for some players, that means something. Like, I actually remember when Joe mm-hmm. Flacco tore his ACL and we had him on the podcast and yeah. we asked it because he walked off the field. He actually played he another play. The drive. Yeah, he finished the drive and asked him about that. And he basically said, Yeah, I, I kind of remember like literally like being a kid and my dad talking about like being tough as a football player and like walking off the field and like, and yeah, so I want, it meant something for me to walk off the field and I got that same, I don't know if, I don't know if that's what Mark was thinking, but I had those same thoughts running through my head when I watched him kind of shrug off a trainer and walk off the field, even though it looked like a really bad injury. Yeah. Agreed. And unfortunately confirmed to be such. So, you know, where the Ravens move from here, I think we got some of the answer in this game, right? In terms of targets, I think that this is going to be spread amongst the Ravens wide receivers. We've talked all year about and all offseason about the Ravens upgraded wide receiver core. And for the most part, it's kind of been the Zay Flowers show to a degree. I mean, he's dominated the targets. He had almost twice as many targets as any other wide receiver in the room. It was kind of Zay and Mark. Right, coming into tonight, coming into tonight, right? right. Exactly, coming into tonight. That's what it's been. I think that's going to change now, and and we saw some of that. I think Mark's targets are going to be spread amongst Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, and and Nelson Aguilar. And we saw it tonight. Odell Beckham tops 100 yards for his first time for the first time as a Raven. Rashad Bateman catches a clutch touchdown. Uh, Nelson Aguilar catches a big time touchdown for this team. So it was kind of Zay Flowers should have had a touchdown, had a call back on a very questionable holding call on Odell Beckham Jr. It was kind of a coming out party for the Ravens wide receiver core. Yeah, everyone just got involved and and it was like Odell has the big night in terms of yardage, but he doesn't score. Mm-hmm. And then like Bateman gets his first touchdown of the season. Nelson comes up with a touchdown and also the the highlight of the game, you know that it, also he put the exclamation point on it. The flip the, I mean, the flip was a sweet celebration. I'm not going to call it the highlight of the game. No, no, no. Not the drone the, was the highlight of the game. <laughs> the drone. <laughs> uh, uh, what was your favorite? What would you say was the play of the game? Uh, the play of the game? Yeah. I mean, that was a that was a crazy play. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not saying just hand. a flip. I'm not okay, saying just okay, a flip. Right, I think right, that, whole play, whole okay. that whole play. That whole play to right. me was that was sure. probably the highlight of the game. Sure. I'll give that to you. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. Honestly, the first half of this game, it was insane. There was just so much happening. This game was drunk. <laughs> this game was drunk. I mean, the drone, like I said, just penalties left and right. Uh, you got a guy doing a flip in the end zone after a tipped ball from the defender. Back and forth game early on. It was a wild game. It was it, the 
injuries. Yeah. You know, you have Mark Andrews go down, then you have Lamar go down. You're like, oh my gosh, did we just lose our franchise quarterback to another ankle injury? Mm -hmm. Just like the past two years. Right. You know, and you're sweating that one throughout. Joe Burrow's hurt. Uh, you got the whole, he came in yesterday with a glove uh, wrist brace on his hand. You're now, you're wondering, is there a, a Bengals gate going on? They didn't have him on his injury, their injury report last week. It was a crazy game. Yeah, and, and then honestly, like, we, we spent a lot of time talking about it coming into the game, but, like, the, the atmosphere here tonight was, was the lit. best of the season, and it yeah. wasn't really close. It was an incredible environment. I could feel it pregame. There was star power on the sidelines. You had Carmelo Anthony and Mark Ingram and Cedric Mullins. And you could just feel like the Jack star- from all time. Low. Jack, our guy, Jack our from guy. all time low. Yeah. Jeez we cannot Louise. forget. We cannot forget that Jack. He, by the way, all time low is doing a halftime concert, uh, for the game against the dolphins no. on new year's Eve. I got to get on the stage. Jack, you know, you talk to Jack, talk to Jack and see if you can get on stage. <laughs> yes. But, but, um, I play a mean air guitar. We'll see. We'll see if they let you on stage. But uh, it, it, like, you felt it, and it was disruptive. The Bengals had five pre-snap penalties. Like, it was disruptive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, early on, game. they had to burn two early timeouts. They had to burn early timeouts. In the there first was pre-snap quarter. penalties. Like, it was the, the crowd was a factor in tonight's game. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and and I think just to bring it back to full circle here with the wide receivers, I, I think that it's going to, it's going to. Uh, really show the depth that the, of the weapons that the Ravens have. I think that we haven't really seen it come together. Odell Beckham Jr. is now starting to get a little bit healthier now. He did leave the game late in this game with a, a shoulder injury. He seemed to, he and John Harbaugh both seemed to kind of downplay the severity of that injury. He took a pretty big hit from Logan Wilson again. Yeah. By the way, Logan Wilson was the guy who hip dropped uh, Mark Andrews and Lamar and then he got Odell. He, uh, so but it looks like Odell's going to be fine. I think this wide receiver core, we're going to see the depth and then at tight end. Isaiah Likely and, and Charlie Kohler are going to have to step up for Mark Andrews. I like that Odell Beckham's heating up. And yeah. he actually, you know, when we talked to him in the locker room after the game, and he's kind of alluded to this earlier, but, the, you know, he dealt with an ankle injury earlier this season, and it sounds like that was worse than anybody realized. Mm-hmm. And he basically said that. I mean, he said, people, I'm not going to speak too much about it, but... People didn't realize how bad the, my my injury was, and mm-hmm. I couldn't. I didn't, didn't have, have the explosion. explosion. Yep. And I do feel like, as I've watched in the past couple of games, the slant route last week, a couple of plays today where he gets the ball and he seems to have that next level, which he didn't totally seem to have earlier in the season. Yeah, totally. I mean, and the Ravens were taking some shots. They took some shots to him, a couple deep shots. Uh, you know that he got his hands on. There was there were some close plays. I like to see it because that was one thing that we talked about going into this game was Lamar Jackson. It, it, the, kind of the next step to the passing game was going to be connecting on some of those big hitters. They didn't connect on a ton of them. It was really the OBJ shot, fifty-one yarder late in the game that was kind of the lion spike. Uh, but I liked. The, the fact that they were they were closer, they were taking the shots, and I thought that they were closer to completing them. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and like with with Odell, uh, just go back on the injury thing real quick. One more one point on that. He actually said that when they played the Bengals earlier this year, and he had to leave that game in the middle of the game, he gave credit to Harbaugh and Dacasa, who basically said to him, "Look, it's a long season. We want you here for the long haul." we're sitting you down here. You don't need to go out there and, and play in this week two game. And we have kind of said when Odell has been slow out of the gate and the numbers aren't really there, that it's like, this guy's really here to make plays 
in December, November, December, January, hopefully February. Like mm-hmm. that is when, like that's when you want him to really show up in a big way. Yep. And the fact that like, when you start smelling that Thanksgiving Turkey, yeah, <laughs> that's when Odell Beckham shows up, baby. <laughs> like, and he seems to be on the right trajectory here. So I'm encouraged by that. Yeah, totally. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about the defense and some of the turning points in this game. Getting ready to take on spring. Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. We're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio, and you're listening to the Lounge Podcast. We want to give a shout-out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. They've got a limited-time offer you don't want to miss. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new user, you can get a new user deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is flock at DraftKings. You need to be 21 or older and physically present in Maryland to play. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. So in terms of this defense, I, I think that, you know, this is speaking to the defense, but I really think the, the game overall, I do think this game changed in a big way when Joe Burrow left the game. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, the Bengals go down field goal. They were kind of moving the ball. You know, they were moving the ball early in this game with Joe Burrow's field goal, punt, missed field goal, then touchdown, right? And at on the throw, the touchdown throw from Joe Burrow to Joe Mixon, that's when you saw him wincing in pain, kind of looking at his hand. Went to the sideline, couldn't really grip the ball, couldn't throw a ball. Uh, and had to be yanked from this game. Like I said earlier, uh, the initial word uh, from the Bengals is that it's a sprained wrist. So how long that keeps Joe Burrow sidelined, I don't know, but it was absolutely a turning point in this game. For the Ravens, they, they played, I thought, pretty good defense overall. The run defense is a little too leaky, I thought, early. In this game, they were giving up over five yards of carry to Joe Mixon. That was keeping the the uh, Bengals in manageable second down, third down situations. But then kind of stiffened out. The pass rush got heated up, especially when Jake Browning was in the game. I thought they turned it up a notch and finished out this game, which it was a talking point we all talked about, right? Ravens had a 14-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. Again, and this time they finished it off. Yeah, they did. And it was, look... You know, the reality is that it wasn't Joe Burrow. It was Jake Browning yeah. in the game. And so, but you know what? I don't even want to hear that. 
I don't even want to hear. Yeah. I don't even want to hear that <laughs> because you know what? Last few times the Ravens have faced the Bengals. Yep. You know who's been under center? Exactly. Not Lamar Jackson. Exactly. That's New Puntley, right? So did we, did we get any? Did the the Bengals care? Did they did they advance in the playoffs last year when it was Snoop Huntley? trying to sneak that ball in at the goal line. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not Does cheapening, I'm not cheapening the win. I am not cheapening the win. Sounds like you're kind of cheapening the win. No, 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 no. I'm not cheapening the win. What I'm saying is I think that this defense and and Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith alluded to it after the game, they were kind of ticked off a little bit because they felt like they could have played even better and that they gave up some plays that they didn't want to give up. And so I think that like they're looking at it and they're saying we can be even better. And they know that Joe Burrow left the game. And I think that like the standard for this defense, like, and they gave up the late touchdown, which mm-hmm. didn't matter in which the scheme of things, mm-hmm. which just bothers you. But like the standard for this defense is not giving up twenty points at home. Yeah. Like they, they don't they don't think they should give up twenty <clears throat> points at home ever. Yeah. Even to a Bengals, especially to a backup quarterback in the second half. Right. So like that is the standard where this defense wants to be. And I do think that, like, they do need to clean up some of these issues that have plagued them the last couple of games. Like, they, they were giving up some stuff for the middle of the field, and there was too much wiggle easy yardage. In the gun room. In the wiggle room in the run game. Yeah, there's too much easy yardage, it seemed, in the, in the run game early on. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I, I don't know that it was a, a shutdown defensive performance. Now, the Bengals have a Joe Burrow and a lot of weapons on this offense. You know, they're not an easy team to completely shut down. Just right. saying. Now, now they, they were they without did, also they T. Higgins. They didn't have Joe Burrow, though. Well, they had him for, <laughs> for the second you know, half. They had him for most of the first half. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and they didn't have T. Higgins. Um, but I, this, this Bengals offense is pretty good, right? And so... With all that said, I agree with your point that I think the Ravens defense, this they're not playing as lights out of football as they were early in the season. I think that's legitimate. And they need to get they need to get back to that. Now the pass rush again, they got after it late in this game, they closed it out. That shouldn't be taken for granted. Mm-hmm. But I do think that A, they kind of are ready for a little time off. Yeah. I think that they played a lot of plays against the Browns. A lot of plays on defense and then to come out here four days later and play again is a tough task. Yeah. Look, this mini buy will help. And then a full buy the week after playing the chargers. Yeah. And like the chargers offense, like that's going to be, I think another, another challenge with Justin Herbert that you got to face them next week. But I think there's some really good individual performances on this defense. Like Adafi Owe is yep. somebody who's been playing great. He got another sack tonight. He's got four and five games since returning from his ankle injury. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he, I think he is just grateful to be on the field. You know, this is a guy, guy that has has dealt with some injuries and has missed time and his good buddy David Ajabo is sidelined basically his first two seasons and he's looking at it like this is I'm, I'm glad to be out there making plays and he's getting better he's heating up so I'm, I'm encouraged by that Matt BK continues to make plays he's got nine and a half sacks nine and a half sacks yep we saw uh, you know Tavius Robinson gets his first sack. Yeah. Kyle Van Noy gets another one. You know, it's kind of the, some of the same stuff. Jadavion Clowney, Kyle Van Noy, the two vets each get a sack. Yep. Uh, and the rookie was the newcomer. I thought it was also good to see Marcus uh, Williams make some plays early in this game. I was encouraged by what I saw from him. Yep. And then one guy I want to give a shout out to real quick, Brandon Stevens. Brandon Stevens had him a game, and he was matched up a lot with Jamar Chase, right? He was on Jamar Chase 22 of 35 routes. Yeah. 
And with Marlon Humphrey sidelined, the Ravens still held up pretty darn well against Jamar Chase. He scored the late touchdown that broke uh, Brandon Stevens' streak of not giving up a touchdown this year, which he talked to him after the game. He, you know, he said he might lose a little sleep over that one, but overall, job well done on that assignment. Yeah, totally. All right, before we wrap here, I want to read a couple of emails. I love getting the emails after. Uh, the win. So this one comes to us from Michael Pickens, who says that uh, in section and always you can email you can always email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. He says section one thirty six. We were singing the wheels on the bus after Gus gets a first down or scores a touchdown. Please spread the word. It would be amazing <laughs> to hear seventy thousand people singing the wheels on the bus. We were all dying laughing. Uh, that was an amazing atmosphere. It was electric. Tell everybody that works on the stadium. They, that was an awesome job. So, um, so thank you for the email, Mike. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, you're going to make wheels on the bus happen? You know me. I'm a cheese ball. I'll do it. <laughs> it you was, know me. I got two young kids. They <laughs> love wheels on the bus. Let's roll. And honestly, on Gus, I mean, another two touchdown night. Ho hum. Two touchdowns for Gus. Edwards. Guys got second most rushing touchdowns in the league. Yeah, ten. He surpassed Christian McCaffrey tonight. Yep. Yeah, so the the only uh, he's behind Raheem Mostert of the Dolphins. That's the only person he's trailing in rushing touchdowns. It's kind of like Jamal Williams last year for the Lions, who mm-hmm. was so just down by the goal line. It was almost automatic. It's becoming that way for Gus Edwards. Like I, I said on the podcast last week, like when the Ravens were having some issues in the red zone, like Gus is an answer. Gus has been an answer. And, yep. you know, he told me after the game, like his mentality, like, I know why I'm here. They want me to run behind my pads and get in the end zone. And that's, what, my, and that's what I'm here to do. Yep. And when his name's called, he's been doing just that and finding pay dirt. What about the Bugatti, though? Did he say anything about <laughs> he did, the I didn't ask Bugatti? Him, I didn't ask. I did not ask him. I did not ask him about the Bugatti. <laughs> the Bugatti needs an oil change. Yes. All right. All right. One more email here. Uh, this is from Hazim, who says, I'm bummed out about Mark, um, but I'm glad I get to drive home enjoying a nice, satisfying win rather than mulling over another game that slipped through our fingers, especially now that we've got a 10-day stretch ahead of us. That yep. is true. But by the way, like, you know, not speaking to any of the football elements or the standings, if you're going to lose one, you you prefer to lose the short week one. You mm-hmm. know, like, lose that one, and then you can quickly turn the page and think ahead to the <laughs> Thursday right. one. Now you got the 10-day stretch that so you can just soak up the win. Okay. Oh. There's nothing better than watching a full slate of Sunday oh, football yeah. with a win in your back pocket. Oh, my. It's the best. Yeah. The best. And then as we talked about, uh, he says, I have to say that the bank was rocking this game. I don't think I've ever seen so many delay of games, forced timeouts, pre-snap penalties. Kudos to the crowd. Go Ravens. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was cool. So big props to the fans. Big props to the Ravens for a a huge win, 34-20 to 20 over the Bengals. Uh, this one sets them up well. It was fun tonight at the bank. Thank you for listening. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We'll be back with you early next week. We'll get a little R&R on our side too, Garrett. And mini-buy, uh, mini-buy. The mini-buy, but we'll still be grinding on that tape, so make sure you check back in early next week for our film breakdown. Enjoy the weekend, Ravens fans. It's a fun time in Baltimore right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there.